and Bays. My name is Will. I'm Kelsey. And this is Kiki Quest, our bi-weekly fantasy sci-fi podcast where we discuss different fantasy sci-fi stories on the quest for the ultimate Kiki. That's right. We thought for a second that we achieved it in our second yeah. episode. Yeah. And we were kind of panicking all week because we that were we like, didn't have... what do we do? We need to come up with a different concept. And right. then we thought, what if? What if? What if? We didn't achieve the ultimate Kiki. And what if? We should just get back on that horse and ride. <laughs> yeah, this was verbatim the conversation we had. Yeah, and we had it on Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. <laughs> verbatim, the same conversation. And then finally, yesterday, we decided, let's get back on that horse and ride. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's, let's try to achieve that ultimate kiki. So now we are on the metaphorical horse. Uh, because I watched Queen's Gambit. We're not talking about Queen's Gambit. However, we are discussing it right now. Because this week's episode is the literal game of chess. Just chess, baby. It's just chess, baby. And if that's not a fantasy... Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, if you don't think it is, send us an email and we will respond with three fairly thought out reasons why it is. Yeah. Also, if you play chess, take this moment to just chill out a little bit because uh, you might get angry <laughs> if, you, if you approach this with the wrong mindset. If you've ever competed in a tournament or hit one of those little clock things that says it's the other person's turn... Um, to stop your time, this episode may not be for you. It not be your episode. <laughs> or it could very well be your episode. It could. If you've Just... never pressed that little clock thing, this episode may not be for you. If you have a partner who doesn't play chess and they hate that you play chess, this is the exact right episode for you <laughs> to listen to together. <laughs> to give your partner a little bit of a leg up because frankly, I don't think you're being fair to them. That's why we brought you here. We wanted to talk to you about that. Sit down. Are you comfortable? <laughs> I don't think you're being fair to Sandra. <laughs> she pulled me aside. So anyway, I watched The Queen's Gambit. Um, <laughs> and I kept hoping they would... This is going to sound wrong. Yeah. And stupid. I hoped they would talk about chess more. Now, <laughs> don't get me wrong. They talk about chess a lot. <laughs> but I thought they would go more in-depth about the history and the mechanics mm. and all the pieces and what they mean. But they just, like, told a story about a person's life where chess was an aspect of their personality and not the whole thing. Boring. <laughs> Bored. What else? Yeah, I want a bone dry. Give me a documentary. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I was about to talk shit about Anya Taylor-Joy, but frankly, we don't have the time. <laughs> She does a fine job with the character. She was well cast in the part. I personally am not a big fan of actors who can do small but can't do big. And I'm not saying she can't, but I ain't seen it. But I ain't seen it. I ain't it. seen nothing. I mean, she is about to voice Princess Peach in the new Mario movie, so maybe that makes no sense. Okay, look, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take a little side note real quick. The casting of the Mario movie, it's, it's voice acting. They did Get voice actors. Even, like, for Princess Peach, even, like, Ariana Grande. And he's just someone who's been sure. in a studio. Yeah, and someone's voice that, like, you hear it and you're like, 
I know who that is. Sarah and that's inspired. Sarah Silverman for Princess Peach. But who, if there was a lineup, not a visual lineup, of an aural lineup of a bunch of different voice actors, and Anya Taylor-Joy was in there, uh-huh. you would never guess who, who of she was. Of course not. You hear all these voices, you'd be like, uh, number three is Anya Taylor-Joy. What and about- it'd be like, joke, actually, she wasn't in the lineup, you <laughs> idiot. You got first of all, you have to stop tricking people like that. <laughs> Second of all, what's the other guy who's playing Mario? I forgot his name. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. That's not one either. I would be like Seth Rogen. He's in it. What? I think so. As um, Daisy. not Bowser. That's Jack Black. Yeah, which, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. Um, Wario. Birdo. <laughs> I don't know. Let's keep naming the character. <laughs> We're doing chess. So. <laughs> Well, wait, let's talk about a little more about, like, our relationship with the game. Oh, yeah, da, 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 da. yes, please. Because yeah. after Queen's Gambit came out, I binged it as soon as it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, a week after it came out. So, I'm sorry, not as soon <laughs> as it came out. Um, and when it was over, I was like, oh, I am I found my calling. <laughs> I'm a chess scholar now. <laughs> so, I went all around town looking for a chess board, and they were all sold out. Turns out everyone else was a chess scholar. Yeah, well, I was about to say, though, most chess scholars these days don't put in the legwork like you just did. Thank you. And that's important. I googled three places. Oh. I called two places. Mm. And I walked into one place that had nothing. You're making me tired just listening to that. It's I'm a little tired, too. <laughs> um, but I finally got my chess board. And then I went, like, for the next mm, month and a half, two months, I started reading about, like, the... Oh, just openings. history of chess and all of the openings and end games and all of that stuff. And of course, I got my chess board and I played against myself mm. at night and all of that shit. And then um, I stopped. <laughs> and then I stopped. End of story. <laughs> yeah. I added it to uh, my uh, bin of other forgotten quarantine hobbies. Settlers of Catan. Settlers of Catan. <laughs> Uh, knitting. <laughs> <laughs> I learned chess in like elementary school, I think. Um, for some class, we, t- we learned how to play chess. Hmm. And then I kind of liked it. I'm not, I, first of all, bad. I'm very bad at chess. <laughs> not a visual, a spatial thinker. Hmm. So I lost a lot, but I liked it. Um, and then I kind of forgot about it for a long time. And then the kid I nanny started bringing out the chess set. And he kicked my ass, I think, three separate times. And then my friend Kelsey developed a unhealthy obsession with chess, I think. Um, And she forced me to play her almost every weekend. Um, I don't know if you know about this, but she forced me to play her and I lost every single time. Um, And my self-esteem still hasn't recovered. Oh my God. Yeah. You have another friend named Kelsey. (laughs) And she's so pissed off. She's obsessed with chess. But I forced you to play me. (gasps) And you lost against me every time. No! That's right, Will's never won a game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not even against Evil Kelsey. <laughs> we do a pod. Me and Evil Kelsey do a podcast together um, called Bureaucracy Journey. <laughs> Research for the ultimate bureaucratic system. Um, <laughs> Damn, I'm jealous of Evil Kelsey. She sounds smart. We <laughs> got a lot of listeners. We're on maximum fun. So. <laughs> now that we've established Kelsey is a grandmaster, I am a peasant. Uh, let's play Mary Buff Kill. Let's play Mary Buff Kill. Absolutely. You want to go first? Wait, do you have a favorite piece? <laughs> Queen. 
queen. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, naturally. Yeah. That feels pretty good. If it's not queen, it may be the knight. That's how you trick people. That's right. They forget Everyone about the Everyone always knight. forgets about the knight. Absolutely. Mine may be the pawn because you know I love short things. You do. And they are, they're, they're willing to, they go out and they risk their life every day. Just for the people at home. You're just projecting um, Frodo Baggins. <laughs> okay, can we stop talking about him already? <laughs> I think about him every day. <laughs> I need you to know that right now in her room, Kelsey has a dual picture frame. Um, and one of them has uh, a picture of Frodo with the ring. And on the other frame, it says, I do. <laughs> and she made it on her own. She took minutes of her own time to do this. Uh I wasn't sober. <laughs> and all is forgiven. I probably was. <laughs> okay, Mary Bob Kill. Okay, first one. And this feels obvious. Um, but Mary Bob Kill, Bishop. Rook, knight. <sighs> the three big boys, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll kill the bishop. <gasps> You're um, gonna be in so much trouble with the church. Yeah, he just seems like, like his conversation would be, it would be instructional. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel the bishop is intelligent, yeah. but I do, I do think he'd be boring. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's fair. He'd be a so, mentor. Yeah, so I've got to murder him. Okay. And then it's Rook and Knight, eh? Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> Boff the Knight, Mary the Rook. <laughs> of course. This is a fascinating peek into your psyche. The way that knight jumps around the board. Oh, please. You're boffing the knight and you're marrying the rook, you said? Yes. <gasps> Why are you marrying the rook? Uh, I, th I feel it'd be a stable relationship. That is true. Dependable. Mm -hmm. Yes. My answer? And he goes both ways. <laughs> <laughs> so does... All right. <laughs> That's right. Not only did I gender the rook. <laughs> I also assign sexual sexual proclivities to him. The rook is a power bottom. <laughs> Absolutely. I would marry the knight for status and because I feel like he'd be out on missions all the time. Yeah. They. Good for you. It's hard not to gender them. Yeah. Uh, I would, I think I would kill the rook. The sex would be good and it would be rough. Mm -hmm. But I have always been very horny for the bishop. I thought okay. I think the bishop is one of the sexiest game pieces, not only in chess but in tabletop history. Oh, because it looks like a penis. And well, it looks like many things. There's it does, of course, natural. And Pac-Man. Phallic. Yeah. What? Yes. That's <laughs> like a little bit like Pac-Man. Uh, but then also that that smooth curvature at the top is very butt plug esque. With okay. Boff thing on the top of it. Yeah. Um, and then that slot. It's got that slot that is maybe its mouth. Yeah. You can do all kinds of things with that Whoa. slot. Absolutely. Holy shit. Um, I just think it's, and he's uh, tall. He looks like he could be, you know my type. He looks like <laughs> he could be a tall, skinny guy who takes advantage of me by being victim-y. <laughs> and you know that gets me all horny and wet. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so that is my answer. <laughs> Oh, wow, you kind of like, you horned me up a little You're bit. Welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. I think it's that Pac-Man slit like mouth. 
<laughs> I'm going to have to move this computer because the surfaces are getting a little slippery. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, yes. Okay, I have one then. Wait, so you're boffing the bishop. Who who did you kill? The rook. That makes sense. Not because, you know. I feel like it's like, I'd like to meet the person yeah. that would kill the knight. Yes. Yes. And do either or with the other two. Okay. I feel and then like... And will be complete. Yeah. I, I feel like it's not likely the rook and the bishop survive this together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. The queen, mm. rook, and pawns. <gasps> all the pawns? All the pawns. Oh my god. Or you can just take one. No, no, and... no, it's all the okay, pawns. Okay, okay, it's all the pawns. <laughs> That's what you said. Yeah, no, it's all the pawns. The queen, the rook, and all the pawns. The queen, the rook, and all the pawns. <laughs> Ooh, this feels sacrilegious, what I'm about to say. Oh, shit. <laughs> Despite my earlier misgivings, marry the rook. Okay. Um, stability, as you said. Right. I feel like if you are married to the queen, you are in danger at, mm. at all times. Uh, because she's a target? Because she's a big target. Wherever yeah. she goes, people are looking for her. So I think I would have to kill the queen. And you know I'm fucking every single one of those pawns. Every single <laughs> one. Inside out, upside down, left, right, center. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm about to marry the rook and I have to get all my yayas out. Your yayas? My, my sexy yayas. <laughs> As they say. That's true. That's true. They do say that. They say, son, spread your seed. Get those sexy yayas out. <laughs> and then what would you do? Okay. I, I would have to marry the queen. <gasps> that ultimate power is just... Yeah. Don't put an elder wand in my hand, okay? okay All right. Okay, let me just get that out. So, yeah, I'd marry the queen. I'd marry her. Absolutely. Oh. And then you could fuck the pawns anytime you wanted. I could. That would be a, a great boff sash. What? That's what I'm saying. Um, it's a bit intimidating. Quite a big, quite a big group. And you know the rook would be like super vanilla sex. Yes, absolutely. Nothing intimidating. Like honestly, I could lead us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could be the head of that troop. Um, <laughs> uh, oof. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. I. You know what? In the spirit of chess, I'm going to kill the pawns and we're going to have a big old battle. <laughs> okay. Sexy um, battle, though. A sexy battle. So then you can go fuck the rook. Yes. After. And then I was thinking of fucking the rook and I changed my mind. I'm going to kill the rook and I'm going <laughs> to fuck the pawns. You really don't want to fuck the rook. No, it just sounds boring. Absolutely. It's so rare for me to be with someone who is significantly larger than me. That's what's exciting. For, but I feel like that's every person you're with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're so small. <laughs> Five foot two and a half. <laughs> and a half inch is all in her pussy. Oh my god. Minged. It's my uterus. <laughs> It's very long. One half inch. <laughs> okay, here's mine. Similar. Queen. Mm. King. <gasps> pawn. One pawn. Whoa. One pawn. Just one. The right one. King, queen, pawn. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Mm. I'm going to kill the king. <gasps> yeah. You've won. That's right. You That's can do whatever you want now. Win. You just won my boff Mary kill. You checkmated <laughs> me. <laughs> Couldn't evade capture. <laughs> um, so king is dead. Chess is won. Queen, I'm going to boff. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Because you know that onto that pawn, I am projecting my fantasy of Frodo Baggins. <laughs> That short little guy who traverses the whole board? Yeah. Well, That's gonna uh, be Frodo. When you put it like that. <laughs> of course it's Frodo. I think I would kill the king so I could be the king, which makes me safer. Whoa. So that then I could safely marry the queen. Okay. I could kill the pawn. Yeah. I, it's predictable. I'm all about status. Absolutely you are. <laughs> status and money. I know how much you love Macbeth. Love it! <laughs> Never stop talking about it. Do you worry that becoming the king and then wedding the queen yeah. puts a huge target on your back? And you've now killed your pawn, which is like your sturdiest soldier? I'm going to say I killed the rook's pawn. Okay. To open me up for castling. That's right, chess players. Not so sad you listen to it now, are you? En passant. But if you kill the rook's pawn, that doesn't open you up for castling. You'd need to kill your bishop's pawn. I would bishop's kill pawn. the bishop's pawn, obviously, to open me up for castling. That's what I said. <laughs> I suppose one rook's pawn is another bishop's... <laughs> It'd just be the wrong pawn for that bishop. Not all bishops are rook pawns, but all rooks are bishop's pawns. <laughs> I would argue that all bishops share a rook's pawn, and not all pawns are a bishop's pawn. I don't know what you're saying anymore. <laughs> and that's the Queen's Gambit. <laughs> that's right. Tune in next week. And no, game. I'm not scared. Okay. And that's all I, your question. That's all I asked. Okay, great. That's the answer I needed. Yes, we're done here. <laughs> okay, mine, my next one is knight, king, queen. That's oh. right. I just switched out that little pawn boy. You sure did. See how that changes things up for Let's you. see how it does change things up for me. <laughs> okay, in this order. Hmm. Boff the queen. Okay. Get a, get a friends with benefits regular situation going on. Nice. Then I marry the knight. For, again, for status. Okay. Then I kill the king so that I am now having sex with the seat of ultimate power, but I myself am not a target. Wow. That's right. I've been thinking lately. Do you consider... If you were to marry the knight, that the queen would be concerned that your spouse is the the shiftiest of the board? The knight is the shiftiest of the board. Yes. Okay, ask an answer. I would, I would send the knight out on a knight errand when I kill the king. So there's an alibi. Obviously. So you're implicating yourself in the knights or in the oh, king's fuck. death. <laughs> you're making sure it only oh, falls fuck. on your. No, I'm head. setting up the rook. I'm setting up the rook. I okay. Okay. <laughs> I start having sex with the queen. I marry the knight. I plant 
anti-royalist rhetoric in the Rook's sleeping quarters, along with some anise or cyanide. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and then through a pawn who is serving dinner, because who else would do it? It's the Rook's pawn, isn't it? It's the Rook's pawn. So there's it's no... the Rook's pawn who has planted cyanide in the food, killed the king. The Rook is arrested. My knight is out on a journey, and I am having sex with the ultimate seat of power. Okay. Chaos is a ladder. Okay. That's right. You're confident. I'm very confident. That'll get you killed, boy. <laughs> in this world. <laughs> What would you do? Um, what are we on? Night King Queen? Yeah. Boff that night. Yeah. There's right. no question in my mind. Absolutely. Stallion. Um. Oh. Mm-hmm. Maybe I... Mm-hmm. Kill the queen. <gasps> Position myself in the ultimate seat of power. The Empress's Gambit. <laughs> My God, the usurper's gambit. <laughs> I mean, it's it's well known that the queen is the most powerful piece on the board. Yes. Can go any which way. Mm -hmm. The knight is slow. Mm. And you have to protect the knight. Mm -hmm. So there's not really much he can do as far as ruling his kingdom um, in a steadfast and hearty way. Mm. I imagine that would fall on the queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I would have ultimate power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and then gonna, you just kill the king. Yeah. So I'm going to take that. I'm going to kill the queen. I'm oh, going to marry the king. And I'm going to boff the knight no, so that I'm the queen. And then I can protect the, the king. But I'll be ruling. Absolutely, 100%. You know? Yes, the shadow behind the throne. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Thank you. We're both um, very Machiavellian today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, this is my last one. Okay. Mary Boff Kill. Uh-huh. Regular, regular, plain old queen. Okay. Queen who used to be a pawn. Whoa. The chessboard. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. It's okay. It's a toughie. I figured it out. <gasps> Fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. She was just staring up at the ceiling doing all the moves in her head. That's right. <laughs> okay. I'm going to... I'm going to kill the queen. The regular old queen. Yeah. Because, you know, down with the aristocracy. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to kill the regular old queen uh -huh. and I'm going to marry the pawn who has just become the queen. Yes. Um, worldly yeah. has seen poverty and like been a part of the vanguard. Yes, both ends of existence. Fought and made it all the way to the other end of the battlefield yes. and became the ultimate power. 100%. Daenerys. And that's hot. That's hot. Hot. She's a hotty hot totty with a hot tight body. <laughs> um, and then I'm gonna 
fuck the chessboard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because then I'll know all its secrets. <laughs> I see what I would do is um again also kill the old queen, eat the rich. Yeah, of course. I would boff the pawn who's the new queen. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, worldly exciting. She'd know a lot of positions. Absolutely. I'm marrying the chessboard because in this world, that's the equivalent of marrying the universe, which makes me God. Whoa. As you know. No, that's the Queen's Gambit. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I changed my answer to that. No, 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 too no, late. no too I late. am God as well. <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> Fuck. You see, she always beats me. <laughs> I can never win. Just do your last one. Get it over with. Okay. Um, <laughs> even though we should really end with the chessboard. But, um, <clears throat> pawns. Mm. Knight. Mm. Bishop. Oh. That's right. Fuck bishop, marry knight, kill pawn. Fuck bishop. Yeah, sexy Marry knight. Oh, kill pawn. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I like it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um... Fuck knight, marry bishop, kill pawn. Fuck knight, correct. Marry bishop, okay. Kill pawn, cruel. <laughs> okay, Why are you, so you mean? just killed the pawn. <laughs> so fucking mean. You just killed that pawn. Actually, I'm just killing a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing the same pawn that you just killed. <laughs> no, no, no. <gasps> oh fuck. Oh, I feel something. Oh my god. I feel something coming over me. <laughs> what is that? <gasps> secret celebrity cameo. Secret celebrity cameo. Is it Zendaya or Sandra? Oh, secret celebrity cameo. Welcome to Secret Celebrity Cameo. It is a miniature game show in which I will list several celebrities who may or may not have been involved with this week's topic, and Kelsey must guess which one is a fake. <gasps> That's right. Involved in what way? You'll find out. Okay. In the game of chess. This is this was a weird subject for our pilot episode of Secret Celebrity Cameo. <laughs> <laughs> but the song was so good. So... <laughs> This is unbeknownst to me. I didn't know this was happening. She had no idea. This is a complete surprise. Just like The Price is Right. <laughs> where, they, <laughs> where they will set up The Price is Right in the middle of someone's home in the middle of the night and they'll wake up to find that they're on The Price is Right. It's really ahead of its time. <laughs> Julia Roberts okay. played so much online chess that she achieved a ranking of 2,057, which is very high. 2,100 is like super high. Okay. Two. Linda Blair from The Exorcist, who played the little girl, played with cast members between takes to calm her down, and she now has a ranking of 1,800. Okay. Woody Harrelson uh, tied with a grandmaster in a tournament. Well, it wasn't actually a real tournament. That's what it was. He tied with a grandmaster, but it was like a consultation, not a tournament. Wow. So it would have been very impressive, but unfortunately, it was not tournament stuff. And lastly, Stanley Kubrick used to hustle chess games in Central Park for money before he was famous. Mm. Which of these is the lie? Let me think. Um, 
That totally sounds like something Stanley Kubrick would do. Yes, he's yeah, he was a freak. I could see Woody Harrelson being good at chess because everyone likes him, so that would better explain that quality that he has. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but then again, the your little thing about oh it wasn't a real tournament that's what it was that, that sounds makes, like it, it feels like you're lying sounds and you're like being I'm lying. deceitful sounds like i'm making something up doesn't it yeah it does <laughs> very interesting thought yes that is interesting <laughs> i feel like with the exorcist yes it's almost halloween so you could have thought of that actress and you maybe thought of uh, some obscure actress that it sounded like you were lying, but I don't believe you would think of her for this game. Ah! Um, hmm. And then Julia, I, I mean, I wouldn't put it past her. <laughs> you wouldn't put anything past Not her. Not a single thing. <laughs> um, I'm so mad. I'm not good at this. Um, Which one is it? Julia Roberts. Incorrect. God damn it, it's Woody Harrelson, isn't it? Incorrect. The Exorcist. That's right, baby. It's the Exorcist. Happy Halloween, everyone. Damn, you're good. <laughs> That's, it's because it's October that I thought, he could have thought of that. It's because you said The Exorcist to me yesterday. No way. <laughs> See, here I was thinking you came up with these two weeks ago, didn't I? You waited until the day before we started recording no, to think of it. these things. You mentioned The Exorcist yesterday and you forgot because we were drunk at an Apple Festival. I've never in my life talked about The Exorcist at an Apple Festival. <laughs> Madonna has a, also has a chess score of 2,100. Yeah. Rich people have time for anything. Anything. Thank you so much. This has been Secret Celebrity Cameo, our miniature game show within the game show. That'll be all for us this week. And I'm throwing it back to Will and Kelsey for Kiki Quest. Who was that? Sean. <laughs> okay. So this is a little bit embarrassing. As you know, we like to do fantasy casting um, for these things. We messed up. We were optioning the game of chess to various studios. We got the rights to chess. <laughs> and we were optioning out to various studios and uh, Art House light bulb productions. <laughs> <laughs> Klasky Supo has decided they're going to do their first movie. So they... Uh, we already got that deal sealed, but then, uh, we were offered by, um, I can't think of a single theater director. George C. Wolf. <laughs> the big one. <laughs> but then George C. Wolf called us this morning and said, this needs to be a play. Mm. Um, so we're going to try to do both and hope the other one doesn't notice. Uh, You're doing a play? Yeah. A play. Cool. For the chess pieces. I got I got my own deal. Yeah. You did? Yeah. So I it's so crazy. It this was such a wild morning. I woke up, I had my coffee, and then I opened an email from from HBO. And they were like, We we'd like to go ahead and sign because some people think that chess is public domain, but it's not. It's got private rights. Yes. And they were like, Which we, we have purchased, we purchased them. Yeah, we did as well. <laughs> um, HBO purchased them on my behalf. 
and they were like, we would love for you to head this um, short series. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So it's eight episodes, one season. Uh, there will be an option for a second season, and probably we are going to drag that second season out when it, it'll be clear that it should have just been one season. The second season will win all of the awards, and then everyone will forget by the third. Yeah. Well, no, season one's going to win all of the awards. Season two, everyone's going to be like, why did season one win all of those awards? <laughs> oh, yeah, season two is just as bad as we thought it would be. And then season three, viewership is going to be so low that we're actually going to cap it at six episodes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, great. Yeah. And then Steven Spielberg later that day called me personally and was like, I would love to direct the film. Um, I hear HBO got the rights, but I also just purchased the rights. Oh <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. I'll drop George C. Scott. If you'll allow me to George collaborate. Scott. George C. Wolf. <laughs> I will drop George C. Wolf. If okay. you will agree to collaborate on the HBO miniseries, and then we can each do our own movie. Okay, but we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about our separate casting choices, and we're gonna have to come to some mutual agreement because okay. HBO simply will not put out two series. <laughs> okay, great. So, so with our um, typically brief intro, <laughs> I think we'll start with the HBO miniseries first. Great. I've got some ideas. I love how simple and straightforward this is. It's very straightforward and especially also if this is your first. <laughs> This is your first episode and your first introdu introduction to fantasy casting. Yeah. There's no reason you can't follow. <laughs> it is always this straightforward and this tight. <laughs> um, so who, sh who should we go for first? You want so to start this is our HBO series? This is the HBO series. Should we start high or low? Kings or pawns? Let's start high. Great. Um, and then work our way down to pawns. Okay, so this is the double. So we're doing a bishop and a bishop. A knight and a knight, every single piece accounted for. Mm-hmm. So let's start low. But a single king and queen. Single king and queen. My king... Okay. Someone who can just stand there and pull status and yeah. look scary and intimidating, Lucy Liu. Hey, hey! Come on! You ever seen her all composed? Love Kill that. Kill Absolutely. That's good. Mm -hmm. Oscar winner Lucy Liu. Yes. Um, my king is someone who, you know, the king is kind of limited and their movement, and ultimately they're not a player until later in the game. Yes. So, but they are intimidating once they start moving. Of course. Because they can really make some big differences yeah. there in the end game. Brian Cox. <laughs> That's perfect. Doesn't move very fast, doesn't move very far. Yes. But when he starts moving, you're going to wish you were dead. 100%. 100%. The, the <laughs> patriarch from Succession, Brian Cox. Scary. Scary. You just have to stand there in the back and be like, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Get out. You fuck off. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, for my queen, hmm? presumably to be married to Lucy Liu. Yes. Um, someone who can also pull status but knows how to get their hands dirty, Viola Davis. Of course. As the queen. As the queen. Thank you very much. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and this is a queen who used to be a pawn, by the way. So there's yeah. going to be some back... Maybe we'll have a episode three if we have time, a flashback. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's kind of hard to do an HBO series without a flashback. <laughs> it's almost impossible. <laughs> Um, when I sat down to do this casting, Viola Davis was the first person on my mind. Yes. Um, and so I challenged myself to move past uh, casting a woman of color, and I chose a white woman. Um, <laughs> That's good of you. It's, it's brave. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my queen is, you know, queen 
uh, status. She's making all the moves. She does all the shit. And she communicates with everyone on the board. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, my God. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I really want to see Brian Cox and Julia Louis-Dreyfus have an HBO scene together. <gasps> okay, I really... What's up? We make a lot of jokes on this show. <laughs> We do. We like to have a fun time and be a little silly. Mm-hmm, sometimes. I've never wanted to see the fantasy casting more in my entire life yeah. than Julia Louis-Dreyfus playing the queen. Thank you so much. That would be so good. Knocking pawns over like, get out of my way! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pointing at the knight and be like, sacrifice yourself right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tony Hale could be all the pawns. <gasps> I want. <laughs> So now we have the, the middle three. Uh, let's go with uh, Rook. So my two... Uh, uh, oh yes, my two Rooks. So it's kind of like you got Bishop, Knight, Rook. You kind of got like religion, mm-hmm. military, infrastructure. Yes. Who knows about infrastructure to play the Rooks better than the Property Brothers? <laughs> Oh, that's so And the good. fact that they're on opposite sides of the board, they never actually are in the same room together. <laughs> so we don't even know if they're twins. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Yes, absolutely. And that leaves room open, or like leaves the door open for Zoe Deschanel to have a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes. You can tell in part because the king's rook has a uh, tie, mm-hmm. and the queen's rook has got um, two buttons undone on his <laughs> button up shirt. <laughs> Has a belt with an extra loop. Yes. Yeah. There is the sexy Buildy brother, and there's the sexy Selly brother. <laughs> Who are your rooks? Um, <laughs> my rooks are um, two women that are sturdy and trustworthy and can play anything, uh-huh. uh, but you know you're going to have a good time. So my two rooks are Robin Thede and Molly Shannon. Oh my god! <laughs> What a combo! Uh, right? Oh my god! Are they... What characters... What... <laughs> can, you, can you give me an example of what characters they'd be playing? Absolutely. And they're gonna be like the trustworthy... Or they're the, the like, go-to, let's discuss um, military theory. Okay. And let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. And so they're gonna be like... Straight laced, they're in the war room, yes, talking to the king and the queen, yes, about what they need to do, yeah. But then they're gonna go out to the battlefield and they're talking to their friends, <laughs> they can be casual, and they are the quirky so ones quirky. of their friends. And it's funny because you wouldn't expect that of the room, <laughs> and I think their versatility is what makes them the right casting choice for the rook. One hundred percent. That is very, very good. Two and Robin Thede can do anything. Anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 go on. And that gives us an opportunity to have an episode just for the rooks, yes. where it's kind of like a, a bit slapstick, where they're like playing different characters because they have to like. It's kind of like Henry V, uh, the play, when they have to go back and forth and communicate with different parts of their military, yes. different people in their military. So they kind of have change. to. That yeah. reference is apt and accessible. Thank you. <laughs> it's really good. Thank you. 100%. I thought it it was perfect for our chess episode. <laughs> I waited for our chess episode to make my Henry V reference to justify casting Robin Thede and Molly Shannon. 
It was inevitable. <laughs> you were gonna find a way to do, if I know you, you're gonna find a way to do exactly that, <laughs> some way or another. You know, I'm, I'm picking up on contempt, but I'm only getting love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're gonna do our bishops. Right. As I, I typically, again, I said the bishop is the sexiest piece, but I think <laughs> just with the rest of our cast, we're going to need some comic relief here with the bishop. Sure. Uh, Mel and Sue from Bake Off. <laughs> Can you imagine if they're moving around and, and Sue is like, do you like my hat? I've got this lovely hat. And Mel is like, they've seen the hat, Sue. <laughs> Anytime they like take one of the enemy's pieces, they're like, you're doing a wonderful job, lovey. Don't understand the game at all, but looks great to me. I really love that. It came to me instantly. <laughs> <laughs> that was the easiest one for me. I don't know why. <laughs> In those loose chino pants. Yeah, 100%. Awesome. Mel's trying to take it a little more seriously. Sue's just here for a good time. <laughs> okay, my bishops. I didn't really pick up on how sexy the bishop is in, in, in the way that you did. I don't think I'm so sexually attracted to them as you. Of course. Um, but I, I think they're characters. <laughs> in here, here on TNT, HBO, characters are welcome. TNT, we've got the USA's characters. And here, they're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my bishops are um, Tony Shalhoub and David Schwimmer. <laughs> They got that long face like the bishop. You don't want to be stuck in a conversation with them, but you know they're going to get the work done. <laughs> okay, with Tonto and Shalhoub, who's the other one again? David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. <laughs> Obviously, both? Tony's the one that goes into the war room most often. Of course, both somewhat pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> Could we have Tony Shalhoub and Sue from Bake Off? Oh. <laughs> Compromise? Yeah. You know what? I'm not even going to talk to the producers about that. We're doing I, it. Yeah. <laughs> not even going to ask the casting directors. <laughs> you want to do the rooks? The knights. Oh, the knights are legs. Yes. yes. The knights. Yeah. You want to go first? So for the knights, you know, they're like all over the place. Mm -hmm. They're very, they're characters. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they're all characters. <laughs> uh, but I was thinking of like, you know, since they're jumping all over the place, it like it feels like music. Yes. You know, so I kind of want like a musical duo. Sure. Syncopation. Um, yes. So my knights are David Diggs and Alan Cumming. You know, uh, Thomas Jefferson from Hamilton. <gasps> Exciting. Right. Oh my god. And then you get like a bit of the scary from Alan Cumming, but oh. not too much. It's mostly camp. The dancing and cantering, one might even say. There's more cantering than dancing. <laughs> that is excellent. So versatile, also good for the night. Absolutely. And can you just think about that musical collaboration? Yeah. You get a bit of that cabaret. The old Broadway style. That's and then you got right. that new R&B hip hop going in there. It's a perfect fusion. My nights, I actually did a real one for this one. <gasps> Because um, for knights, you want someone who is, like, strong and mysterious. Okay. But who are still a pair that goes well together, because it's, like, military training, so everyone's the same. Yeah. Denzel Washington and Jennifer Coolidge. I'll never stop. <laughs> I will never stop. I almost didn't write her. <laughs> I didn't help myself. I'm 
so I'm sick to the stomach. <laughs> and I would love to see Denzel Washington be like, I take King's Pawn. And Jennifer Coolidge be like, all right, is it diagonal or is it forward? I, I always get confused about which way I go. Her visor's falling over her face constantly. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, I don't know that I can get the producers behind this. <laughs> But I'm so glad you got to do your Jennifer Coolidge impression again for this episode. <laughs> I'm compelled. Uh, I uh, must do it. Okay, we'll cast yours. <laughs> we can do Alan Cumming and Jennifer Coolidge. There we go. Yeah. We have a great... We can either do David and Denzel or we... David and Jennifer. David and Jennifer. That's the one. Yeah. They could match the yeah. energy. 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never seen Jennifer Coolidge dance, but I bet it's good. Oh, shit. I want to see Jennifer Coolidge dance. <laughs> now I'm sad. <laughs> God, I hope I get it. I hope I get it. I want to see Jennifer Coolidge do music in the mirror. I want to see her do Ask 10. Uh, or, or... Looks 10, Dance 3. That's it. Wait. Dance looks, 10, dance Looks 3. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tits and ass. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it. Let's just do the ponds. Let's just move on to the ponds. I value your friendship. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we haven't done the ponds yet. We haven't done the ponds. You want to do your ponds? Yeah. um, A fleet of Roombas. (laughs) You just get... (laughs) A bunch of Roombas that you can power off and on with the remote, and they just. <laughs> I guess that's true. Burr. If they get, if they start to backtrack, they get confused. Yeah. They might go over the dog's tail. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. We wanted to do one tracking shot, but again, because of the Roombas, there are a lot of cuts. Oh. <laughs> a lot of cutaways where our PAs are readjusting. Oh my god. Um, but I think it's important for verisimilitude. But that kind of sucks because none of those Roombas are going to get their SAG card. They'll get points. We're giving them points. (laughs) But if they could say one line, they could just get their SAG card. We can't afford to pay them for that. (laughs) I want that. I know. (laughs) I want to do it in real life. I I want to see a bunch of Roombas go into battle. Yes, I do. Of course you do. (laughs) Um, Okay, so my pawns are Danny DeVito. And maybe also the the rest of the cast of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. There are eight pawns, right? Yeah. So there you go. Cast of Always Sunny, double. Oh. There's four of them, right? Oh, wait. No, five. Oh, there's five. Yeah. So you got Danny. We can have two Dannys. Two Dannys, two Charlies. Two Charlies. I would prefer two Dannys and two. What's her face? Yeah. Two Ds. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) I do like if they're all Danny to be though. Yeah, also that. <laughs> or the, the correct height. Mm-hmm. Half of them are Danny as the penguin. Yes. And then half are Danny from Always Sunny. And I want nothing more than for Danny DeVito to make it across the board and put on like a wedding gown to Queen himself. Oh, yeah. He's not replaced with uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus. He no. just puts on the dress that Julia Louis-Dreyfus is wearing. Yes. <laughs> then we get a scene when Julia makes it across the board where she gets to see Danny in the wedding dress and then she's wearing her wedding dress. Yes. And it's like, one of us has to change. 
<laughs> Some comedy. <laughs> cannot forget the comedy. No, no. It's going to be so dark. Yeah. But we <laughs> we got to find the levity. <laughs> With the property brother. <laughs> I forgot about them. Well, we cast our HBO series, I think. Absolutely. I do want the property brothers as the rooks. That's what they were. They were right? the rooks, yes, 100%. But then we can't do Tony Shalhoub and David Schwimmer as the bishops because then we just have four of the same looking dudes. That is true. So we, would we be comfortable with Mel and Sue then? Oh, that's right. We were going to do Tony Shalhoub and, and Sue. Sue. Okay. So Tony Shalhoub and Sue. Yes. We got the property brothers for the rooks. Okay. Your knights. Uh, uh, David and one of yours. David and Denzel. Or Jennifer. Jennifer. <laughs> David and Jennifer <laughs> for our knights. Yes. The pawns are Danny DeVito 100%. as the penguin and Danny from Always Sunny. Which just those two. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then who's our king and queen? I have Julia Louis-Dreyfus for the queen. Her. Who is your king? My king was Lucy Liu. Oh, that's that's good. Mine was Brian Cox. That's scarier, but Lucy Liu's fitting Lucy the bill. Lucy Plus it's, she, draws, she paints lesbian sapphic art. Oh, that's so right. It worked for her and Julie Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, and it works for this together. podcast. That's right. <laughs> that's right, honey. We're staying okay, on Mama brand. Sweetie. So I've got the trailer for my movie um, already in the can. If you want to play that, or you, do you have yours? Yeah, no, let's hear your trailer. Do you want to hear my trailer? Okay, I'm going to get it set up. So we wrapped filming. Um, we're still way deep in post-production. There's going to be so much fucking CGI. Mm. Um, but we have the uh, trailer ready. So I'll go ahead and play that for you um, right now. In a world where the world is chess, can one pawn hope to checkmate his way to queendom? Starring, playing the king, no way, <laughs> starring as the pawns, the rockets, bishop, played by Vincent Price, rook, played by Leah Remini, knight, portrayed by the wooden puppet horse from War Horse being ridden by a real horse. <laughs> as the queen, RuPaul, and making her debut as the king, Michelle Visage. Can one king's heart be castled by a rook's bishop gambit? <laughs> Find out this fall in Chess? It's just chess for the question. <laughs> wow, that turned out really well. That's I, an awesome trailer. I think the cinematography was great. I think the guy we got for the voiceover was great. I didn't expect it to be animated. I, <laughs> I just say people who did Animal Farm. Um, so it's a great team. <laughs> it's a really good team. Oh, that's uh, really, really good. The odds are small, but it's, does your trailer happen to be ready? Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit piecemeal, but okay. it's because we have too many interns. Okay. okay all right. <laughs> too many fucking unpaid interns. It's basically. Uh, they don't get free legal coffee. Legal slavery. Mm. 
I, I too was an illegal intern. <laughs> okay. From the director who brought you classics such as uh, Ready Player One <laughs> and E.T. That's right. Steven Spielberg is directing this production. <laughs> A story about uh, chess. <laughs> Featuring, or rather, star starring <laughs> as your commander-in-chief and king, Denzel Washington. That's right. And the queen, an actress we all know and love, who was cast in a role that's way too old for her, Jennifer Lawrence. Everyone's favorite fighter, our knight, Peter Dinklage. Our rook, William Jackson Harper. You know, Cheaty from The Good Place. <laughs> You'd be a good rook. Bishop, played by everyone's favorite long-faced man, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, he's British. And finally, our pawns, because it's the it's the pairing we always deserved and now we'll never have: Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. <laughs> Coming to a theater near you uh, tomorrow. That's right. This trailer sounds like this. And this movie's released tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Maybe you forgot. This is a trailer. It's still going. Out 2021. Tomorrow. <laughs> it was a little meandering. I see what <laughs> and, you mean by piecemeal. <laughs> in what way? I feel as though the narrator of the trailer was being weirdly judgmental about the <laughs> casting. Remarking that Jennifer Lawrence was not old enough to play the part she played. <laughs> well, we already know the Reddit threads are going to go off about it, so I, we want to get ahead of the story. I didn't know either that you could just say in a commercial that something's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> is that every tomorrow, or is there one day this trailer is going to be? There's out? always a tomorrow, but the movie is coming out tomorrow. <laughs> so what you're saying is today, in actual fact, yeah. It is not out. Tomorrow it will be out. And from that point on, it will always be out tomorrow. Yes. Okay. I am not confused at all anymore. Yeah. Coming out every tomorrow. <laughs> every tomorrow for the rest of your life. That's right. You know how Harold and Maude opened to a limited showing and then it closed shortly after because of controversy. But it, it developed a, a cult following, so it was re-released and it ran for quite a while after go. that. Um, that's kind of what we're hoping to achieve, except we don't want it to close in between. We <laughs> want it to run all the way through. It is the eternal film. Indefinitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how they break up the Harry Potter movie into different parts. Chess has so many possible permutations that they must simply break it into multiple movies to be released every hour of every day for the rest of eternity. Yes. Yeah. Huge box office risk. It's, it's, it's big. And in this economy, it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's a Spielberg film. Wait until we do our economics podcast after we record this. Just okay. Start getting technical. I mean, I have other things, but. <laughs> <laughs>
do you think this was the ultimate Kiki? I really do feel that it wasn't, and we're going to be back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I had a great time. Yeah. You know I love chess. Of course. You know how much I love the game of chess. (laughs) (laughs) And a third thing I know about you is that something you really like to do is to play and enjoy chess. (laughs) You read me like a book, kid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so uh, join us next week where we peruse the (laughs) annals of history (laughs) to find the ultimate kiki. And I, we're gonna... We're gonna do it. We're gonna get this. It'll be after, it'll be four and done. Before we get to five. We don't want to do this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) When we started this, we had an end goal of five episodes. It's it's hard because we're supposed to find a kiki, but we're both sick of it. Join us next week when, by that point, surely we'll have lost all sense of meaning and reality (laughs) after this rather unhinged episode. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in and for listening to this. If you are listening to these words now, that means you made it to the end of the episode. So thank you so much. While you're here, go ahead and give us a review. Give us a rate. Give us a like. Tell your friends word of mouth. Mm -hmm. And uh, join us again next week when we search for the ultimate kiki. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.